Welcome to the 210 Dad Podcast. I'm your host and navigator, Robert Ryder. Today marks the first episode of the 210 Dad Podcast, and I'm hoping it's the first of many to come. Today I'm going to be looking at the vision and the direction I'd like to take the podcast for the future. Then we're going to go over a little bit of uh, back-to-school shopping, a little bit of the back-to-school shopping terrors, and uh, maybe go over some items that we used to use back in the day. That'll be a little fun nostalgia. And then we're going to go over the infamous chicken sandwich wars that transpired over the past couple of weeks. So sit back, open your ears and your eyes, and let's kick the show into gear. So to talk about the podcast, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a couple of weeks now. I've done some research, looking into things, how to get started, uh, what it takes to get started. And I decided that I wanted to sit down and actually do this. I wanted to get a podcast that actually centralized around San Antonio. I love my city. It's my hometown. And uh, to get it specifically down to a 210 Dad podcast, that kind of turned it into, well, yes, we can have a podcast about the city, around the city. We can do things about where to go, what to do. But I wanted to do something that also can interest dads. Specifically, really not about parenting, because I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you how to raise your kids. I raise my kids the way that I do. And I don't expect to teach anybody, you know, a way to, to raise their kids. So my thinking more was I wanted to do something that dads can relate to. Maybe, you know, talk about different subjects that you go through as a dad. Then we can talk about things where stuff that we like to do as dads, hunting, sports, whatever. So that's where the idea kind of narrowed down to a 210 dad podcast. That's where I got the name from. So that's where it all transpired from. That's where I'm hoping that we can take it to. And I'm hoping that it'll last for a good while. I want to thank everybody for listening to this and I hope that uh, I can keep your interest at least for the next uh, 15-20 minutes I won't try to drag it on too long um, these episodes hopefully I won't have them too long I don't want to keep keep it dragging or keep it you know get it boring or anything so uh, I'm hoping that uh, these segments and future segments will be interesting hope we can gather some laughs together and uh, don't forget about the Facebook page, the 210 Dad Podcast. It's uh, up and running now. I'll be posting up there, so uh, I'll be taking opinions. Um, I'll be putting questions on there from the show that uh, we can put your answers on, and uh, we can open conversations there. So uh, hope everybody's enjoying so far, listening to my rambling. And uh, let's move on to the, the next segment. So we all know the terrors and dramas of back to school. I remember back in the day, um, there were times where I really did like going back to school. Get to see my friends again, get to hang out with everybody again. Um, some summers were always uh, kind of distancing from friends. Kind of everybody was doing their own thing. Some friends stuck together. Some friends, uh, you know, you make new ones. Um, but this year... I think now that we're all grown up and we're all on the other side of the spectrum now, 
we're having to do school shopping and be parents and buying $200 worth of school supplies. It's getting crazy. Um, I remember when uh, the school supplies, at least the list, you know, it was some pencils, some pens. What was that thing? A protractor? Um, yeah. I mean, simple items. Maybe, like, at the most. I remember a package of, of number two pencils was, I don't know, maybe it was 10 or 12 pencils. But uh, I can't really think about what a um, grade schooler would need with 48 pre-sharpened pencils. <laughs> That's my deal um, with uh, these school supply lists now. I mean, who's going to use 48 pre-sharpened pencils? What are they going to do with them? Um, if you ask me, it just sounds like an awesome pencil fight tournament to me. But that's a whole other story. <clears throat> oh, did... Have, I'm sure everybody had that one friend that had that indestructible pencil. You know, it was like like uh, maybe four inches, four inches short. And uh, the eraser was bit off. And the... The little metal part of the pencil, it was chewed down to like make like a like a sword type. <laughs> that guy always won. Um, but I get it. I get it. Uh, prices go up over the years. Inflation on resources and whatever. And I mean, let's face it. Nothing is what, you know, nothing is what costs what it used to cost back in the day. My thing is just the the quantity of how many. But, I mean, there's a reason for everything. It's just uh, another thing that we have to do as parents is uh, the back-to-school shopping. I mean, come on. Why are you going to ask for three glue sticks when the packaging only comes with four? <laughs> it's like the schools intentionally, you know, they think, okay... Well, they're selling them in fours this year. Let's tell parents that they just need three. So that fourth uh, stick, you either just keep it and it goes into the junk drawer in the kitchen or just shove it all in the backpack and that's just extra stuff that gets to go to the rest of the class because sometimes your kid doesn't even get the uh, their own supplies, but it happens. It's called, uh, I think they referred to it as the community closet. But, I mean, I understand that there's uh, some kids, some parents that uh, have a difficult time uh, getting school supplies and stuff like that. And, and, and I get it, you know. But, and there's, there's, um, there's programs around town that offer free school supplies and everything else. And uh, I know sometimes, heck, I know what happens to me. Sometimes pride gets in the way and you're like, no, I'm going to buy my own school supplies this year. You know, no, I'm going to do this, you know, on my own this year. And. Um, sometimes you just have to live within your means. Sometimes you have to do what you can as, uh, as an adult, as a parent. And, um, hopefully everybody got through this year with the back to school shopping. Nothing got too bad. And, uh, my, my thing is every, every time this happens, every school year, I always think about the stuff that we used to have, uh, back in the day, you know, the, the trapper keepers, the, uh, the one pocket backpacks. Oh my goodness, the backpacks nowadays. Um, I mean, I like them myself because they have so many pockets. But I remember when our backpacks was just one zipper. Zzz, it'd zip open and just one pocket. 
one one big pocket where you put all your books and that thing weighed probably like it had 10 rocks in it and uh and one pocket in the front for your pencils and pens and everything um another thing was uh lisa frank oh that lisa frank stuff was everywhere if you remember um i'm sure there's probably some people listening that that remember uh folders or um uh binders that they had that were full of lisa frank stuff and uh they love that stuff. I get it. I mean, my favorite thing was the book covers. Uh, the book covers where you'd get the paper buttercrust bread book covers. And you were supposed to put it so it showed the buttercrust bread. And it showed little equations or it showed little quotes or something like that. No, forget that. I'd turn it inside out. Do the white side out so then you could have a book and you could draw on the outside of it if you wanted to. Make your own designs. That's where we got our art school from. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, um, like I said, I really hope everybody, uh, got through okay for this back to school shopping. Um, and I would just want to say good luck to all the students this school year, uh, all the way from Head Start to college. Good luck. Wish you all the best this year and, uh, for many years to come. <laughs> so question, uh, I got, what was your favorite? part of school supply shopping whether it was this year whether it was when you were a kid what do you remember uh what was your favorite part about it or what what did you have back in the day that that you had to have or that you loved having um i'll post the question on the facebook page and uh like to take your answers from there so who would have known that a chicken sandwich would cause a full-out Twitter war. <laughs> uh, that was uh, something to see, and it got a good laugh out of that, too. I don't know if anybody caught that. But uh, when Popeyes came out, and what, they came out with their new chicken sandwich, of course, they tweeted out that they have this new chicken sandwich. It is awesome. And they couldn't even complete their sentences. Uh, of course, Chick-fil-A came back. It wasn't... <sighs> Looking at it, it didn't seem like a retaliation tweet, like, you know, a kickback tweet or whatever. But they did post on their own Twitter the about their chicken, bun, and pickles equals love for the original chicken sandwich. Uh, that was, I think Popeyes looked at it as, oh, okay, so they're going to they're gonna tweet about their chicken sandwich the day that we tweeted about ours coming out today. So I'm sure... Chick-fil-A knew that they were coming out with that sandwich and they intentionally put that there to kind of throw people for a little bit of a loop to say, hey, well, Popeye's has this. Well, don't forget our, about our chicken sandwich. We have the original. Well, that came out into a whole Twitter back and forth. Chick-fil-A stayed out of it, which was, I guess, surprising, but not surprising. Um, you really don't see much from Chick-fil-A's Twitter or anything. Uh, not much as uh, Popeyes or the way Wendy's came out swinging too. Wendy's came out swinging. Oh my goodness! If you if you didn't see that one, Wendy's just basically said, "Well, y'all go ahead and fight about who's the second best chicken sandwich because we all know who the first is." That was hilarious. Um, I got a good laugh out of that one. But uh, all in all, I got to try one of these uh, Popeyes chicken sandwiches uh, last week before they all sold out, and also. Let me bring this up right quick. 
They sold out of these chicken sandwiches in two weeks. In two weeks, mind you. Out of a supply that was supposed to last Popeyes until at least till the end of September. That's insane. They sold out of a, I want to say, what it was, August 20th, 21st that it came out. It was supposed to last at least a month. And they sold out of it in half that time. That was just insane. Of course, y'all saw the lines at different Popeyes. Um, there were at least had to be 10 cars in every Popeyes at one time <clears throat> in the drive-thru trying to pick up uh, these chicken sandwiches. It was, uh, it, it got crazy. And uh, of course, I'm sure a lot, you've, a lot of you have seen the signs already that they're out of these chicken sandwiches. Um, Popeyes is coming out with a... Uh, with a kind of disclaimer or not really disclaimer, but just saying, Hey, download our app and we'll let, we'll notify you and let you know when the chicken sandwich comes back. Of course, this is their way of getting people to download their app. And of course, everybody has their ways of promoting their apps or, you know, promotions or anything else. This is just a way to keep you reeled in and keep you, uh, keep you close. So you don't trail too far away until they bring you sandwiches back. Um, it's just gotten crazy. Um, I've got to try a sandwich, like I said, and um, I want. I gotta say that it was actually a fairly good sandwich. Uh, the only thing that I really didn't approve of, but I'm sure I'm probably one of few um, that have this uh, kind of um, debate on it, is the pickles. Um, not really a very big kosher pickle fan. I'm more of a dill. Uh, pickle myself I'm a deal guy um, but I mean it's all in y'all's taste but if I have to bring it down to the actual chicken I would have to say the chicken is very comparable the chicken patty is very comparable to Chick-fil-a it was a good sandwich it was crunchy the bun was awesome even though it was sitting because my brother had got it for me it was sitting on the table for maybe like 15 20 minutes in the bag i pulled it out ate it it was still crunchy it was still uh the bun was still soft and it was warm of course they put it in that packaging that just keeps it warm but the, overall the sandwich was very good and i would say it is comparable to chick-fil-a um i'm trying not to be biased here because i am a big chick-fil-a fan i will take a chick-fil-a sandwich over anything any day um but i would say out of a scale of one to ten the Chick-fil-A would be probably about a 9, close to 10, and that Popeye's would probably be an 8 or 9. It would be very close to it. Um, I know that some people just prefer Chick-fil-A um, just because the the breading or whatever else. Um, I mean, there could be a number of things. Um, it's all whatever your taste bud uh, prefers, you know, whether you hear Laurel or Yanny. <laughs> um, it just whatever a person prefers that's i mean that's just what they like um i'm still gonna buy chick-fil-a sandwiches except on sundays that's when i'll probably go back to popeyes but uh i'll be back on monday to chick-fil-a to buy me chicken sandwiches again but um we all know why chick-fil-a is closed on sundays and uh that's all for them and uh oh another thing is we wanted to bring up was that it was awesome that i thought that uh with this whole thing that this Popeye's chicken sandwich thing got so big that, of course, you know, celebrities and everything else were, were, uh, grabbing, were grabbing sandwiches and talking about it. Some people were grabbing three, four, five at a time. 
Um, the one that I saw was, uh, and I think, because I like this guy, you know, ever since his shows and whatever, um, Emeril Lagasse. I don't know if y'all remember the chef. Bam! You know? Um, yeah, he tweeted out and he said that he loved the uh, chicken sandwich from Popeye's. So, um, I mean, if he says it, I've got to say that's probably pretty good because coming from a fast food place to an actual, you know, world known, world renowned chef. Um, yeah, uh, he's got their approval. And uh, that, I think that, that that was pretty awesome to, to see. Um, so, yeah, this uh, whole chicken sandwich thing, it was crazy. And uh, it's dying down now. And it'll probably be back up again when they come back. But, uh, um, yeah. Let's see uh, see what y'all have. I'm going to post up the question on the uh, Facebook page if y'all want to put in your take, have a little discussion there. Uh, what was What is your favorite chicken sandwich? So I want to thank everybody for listening to the 210 Dad podcast. I'm going to release episodes every week. Uh, more than likely on Fridays, but I'll be posting when I release episodes and of course along with questions so everybody can comment and uh, like the page, the 210 Dad podcast on Facebook. You can uh, just search it on the search bar and it'll come up. Again, uh, thank you and I'm very grateful y'all are here to listen and I hope to see y'all again here next week. That's the 210 Dad podcast. Robert Ryder signing off.